what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Gentlemen, welcome to episode 39, volume three of a special 4th of July edition of Big Fan. My name is Chad East, and I'm a big fan of creative COVID masks. Sports hopefully starting here in July. And last but not least, my favorite summer treat, boiled peanuts. Hank, take it away. That's some weird stuff right there. My name's Hank Eimer, and I'm a big fan of getting the opportunity to spend the fourth weekend in the woods, pulling the trigger on some new Jordans, and dipping out of work early to work on your front flips. Okay, buddy. Sounds like uh, you were on the 4th of July festivity mode if you're working on some front flips. Is that kind of what you – so not much working going on this week, more lake attendance, you know, uh, all kinds of fun like this? Yeah, well um, – Earlier this week, we had a friend that came into town and um, he has boys around Harris's age. And so we went out to the lake lot and um, jumped off the dock a little bit. And you know what I love when kids want to do something, but they got to talk themselves up to do it. And you kind of fretting and freaked out about it. And the next thing you know, they kind of push through it and they they do it. I love seeing it. And so these two little boys, Harris and this other boy, were up on the top of the dock, which is, you know, 15 pretty high yeah it's pretty high and they've been jumping on it all you know harris has been jumping off that thing since he's like three but they've been jumping off it all day feel real comfortable well somebody says why don't you try a flip oh they start you know mashing their teeth a little bit and they're like i don't know man it's gonna be tough you know what if you over rotate smack your face you know (laughs) they weren't feeling it so harris was sitting there and you know he'd get on the edge and he'd He'd, you know, nudge forward a little bit and then he'd pull away and he'd be like, I can't, man, I can't do that. And I'd be like, yeah, you can, let's go. So he, uh, he ended up sitting there for about five seconds and he goes, if I just stand here, I'm going to keep thinking about it and went off. Oh, wow. How'd he do? Yeah. He did great, man. The first one, he little over rotated, but then he came back up and he did it probably 10 more times and hit it right. And so I know all summer what he's going to be doing. Yes, working on that flip. How about his buddy? Was his buddy brave enough to do it too? Well, it's funny you ask. So his buddy um, was not going to do it. And then he saw Harris do it. And he was like, I'm doing it. So he does the front flip. And uh, he over-rotated just a little bit on his side. And uh, he didn't feel that good after he got out of the pool. I mean, out of the lake. So he he had to situate a little bit. He did not do another one. I can tell you that much. That's so funny. That reminds me. Do you remember back in the day, this place called Cool Park? You remember Cool Park? It's still around, but do I remember? You know, back- we still go to Cool Park. Yeah, absolutely. It's still o- operational. The thing is, they used to have back in the day, and some people like my kids are convinced I'm completely making this story up, but they had this thing called the Tower. 
Do you remember the official tower? They Hank, still have it. And if you're going to tell me they cut it down. Hank, I'm telling you, they reduced the height of the tower by, I'm going to say, 10 feet. It used to be about, and again, this, this might be just my childhood memory, but I used to think it was the tallest thing I had ever seen. I used to think it was taller than any building I had ever seen, blah, blah, blah. So in my mind, it's like 40 feet tall. I know it's not. I know it's not 40 feet tall, but in my mind it is. So anyway, you got it, I'm, I'm in third grade summer, summer camp. You know, our, we're at Jenkins summer camp. We go to Cool Park Tuesdays and Thursdays. And uh, there was this one dude. I mean, who would all, I mean, he, his thing is we would get there literally at 10 in the morning and we stay at cool park till four in the afternoon. And he would jump off the tower at least 53 times every Tuesday and Thursday. I mean, he would jump off, climb back. Cause I mean, it was a long climb to get back up there. So it was right a long before, climb. <laughs> right before the end of the day. I don't know if he slipped. I don't know what happened, but the dude comes just plummeting down the tower. Straight belly flop, belly and face. Lifeguards jump in, get him out of there. The new dude never showed back up to summer camp. That was his last day of summer camp. <laughs> Who was this character? Oh, it was just this one dude at uh, Jenkins Summer Camp where you'd go to the day camp where you'd putt putt on Monday, Monday, you'd skate land on Wednesday, you'd cool park Tuesday, Thursday, Friday was a free day where you would just play sports, you'd go to a park. And so I want to, maybe his name was Ben or Bill, but I'm telling you, he loved that damn, he loved that uh, tower. And after that, man, I, he may have died. I, I mean, I never saw him again, bro. I might've truly affected him and his psyche. But that's what I think of uh, Cool Park and, and the tower going down memory lane here, Hank. <laughs> that's it. That's, that's something, that's something to bring up, um, that memory lane with the uh, YMCA camp and that tower. I'll tell you, you know, it's funny because you remember stuff like that. Do you remember what kind of death trap the hot dive was at the center, which is, you know, the YMCA now, but yeah. they had that, the hot dive that I swear was 65 feet up in the air. I mean, I thought <laughs> it was not as big as the tower, not as tall as the tower, but it was tall. I'm, I'm with you. It was very tall. You know, I never, and they had three-year-olds climbing up that thing back in the eighties. You know, I mean, they it didn't, they didn't care, but do you know what? I am amazed. We never saw somebody fall off that thing and get hurt. Dude, have you never heard the infamous story? And I'll say his name um, because we all know him growing up. His name was Corey Morgan. Have you never heard the story of the high dive at the center? No. Corey, when he would, cause Corey was invincible. Like as a little dude, he was always running around Hickory High School soccer practices and getting thrown around on wrestling mats because he was like this, you know, he was always around the athletes because his dad was a coach. Well, I want to say he might have been eight years old. He climbs to the top of the tower. He does lose his balance. And Hank, instead of landing in the pool, he landed on his butt on the cement from the high dive. You know what that tough little son of a gun did? I think he cried for 30 seconds. Yeah, he cried for maybe 30 seconds. And he popped up and went back up there and did it again. Um, he fell from a high dive and hit the cement. It's unbelievable. That dude had like uh, nine lives. Huff probably, Huff probably fixed him a suicide and he was good. <laughs> yeah, gave him that famous suicide and that hot dog that Huff, only Huff could make. And it made everything all better. Well, uh, Hank, this is our special 4th of July edition of The Big Fan. You know, 
again, we have more members of the big fan audience. I had a, a text from a gentleman who is in the Raleigh area. He said he shared it with his mom and dad who actually downloaded it and um, will continue to listen. We didn't throw them off. We didn't spook them. We didn't scare them. They're going to be uh, lifelong um, listeners now. So it's very excited to have some new listeners to big fans. So now, Hank, we're up to 17, buddy. 17. Here we come. Can we reach 20? Well, well I'll tell you, we also had uh, a new listener um, uh, in our tennis community. He came up to me. He, uh, he's actually responsible for, uh, uh, for teaching tennis to the youth in our community. And he, uh, he uh, said that he has listened to two now, which, you know, if you can get through one and get to two, you're going to be a subscriber. So I appreciate him listening to it. Absolutely. I think what he said, he was pleasantly surprised. I do. I was there actually for that, that uh, conversation. Or, yes, I think he said something. It was a knock on us entirely. But uh, he was yeah, pleasantly it, surprised. I was. I, it was something to the effect of, "I was expecting it to be worse." Yes, that's you exactly. Know? That's, that's exactly right. Um, well, buddy, before we jump into the Fourth of July festivities for our podcast today, I mentioned in my opener that uh, you know one of my the things I'm a very big fan of are boiled peanuts, and I only eat boiled peanuts in the summer, and I typically you know, we'll get them on my way to the beach or if we're going to the mountains or whatever, because there's three particular spots that I will declare here are the best boiled peanut spots in the entire world. Okay, Hank? And as a boiled mm -hmm. peanut aficionado, I'm going to let our listeners know these top three spots. I'll start with spot number three. And first of all, are you a boiled peanut fan, Hank? I hate them. Why would you want something that's not supposed to live in water? put them in water because they're so good by themselves. Why would you, I think they're disgusting. I think you're disgusting for eating. <laughs> we see it's so ironic. I do not like normal peanuts, like roasted peanuts that you get at the ballpark or whatever. I do not like those. I like the slimy, you know, grimy, stinky ones. That's kind of the thing. That's, that's how I roll Hank. And in the three spot, best boiled peanuts in the world, we're going to go down to a little place in Taylorsville, North Carolina. It's at a gas station, just a, maybe a mile off Highway 90 there. I don't even know the name of the gas station, Hank. I just know beside the Boiled Peanut Station, they sell burritos and chimichangas, okay? You can get your pint of Cajun Boiled Pintos for $2.29, throw a little cold Coke in a can for $0.50, cent, and you're on your way, Hank. Number three spot, I tell Taylorsville, you what, that North sounds, Carolina. That sounds like a... Four walls of COVID over there. <laughs> <laughs> definitely wear your mask in there, Hank. Definitely wear your mask. All right, coming into, mask. Definitely coming into the number two spot. This is a little spot when you're on your way up to Blowing Rock, and then you know you're passing the place that's got the jams and the jellies, and it's got uh, you know like pork rinds, and it's got all these flags flying. You know you can buy like an Indian headdress or a rocking horse. You know, all kinds of fun stuff, right? You don't know they about? don't they have the uh, the cutout of the cowboy like leaning against the post? Like, Absolutely, that's that's that oh, yeah. place. They've got the uh, the Bigfoot cutout now up there too. So anyway, don't know the name of it. We'll just call the call it the place on three twenty one on the way to Blowing Rock. You pop in there. They've got old canned sodas or bottled drinks too, like Dr Pepper and Cheerwines. You go in there. You get you a honey stick for the kids. You know, you can get out of there with a pint there for. $2.99, you're out for five bucks. I mean, this is fabulous, right? Then head on up to the mountains, enjoy a wonderful day in the Blue Ridge, right? All right. 
Last but not least, the all-time favorite, not only because of the location, but because of the name of the peanut place itself, they only operate from June to August on the side of the road in Oak Island, right near a little place that you told me to go to. Uh, it was that hamburger joint. What was it called? You remember that you I said you got to go? It's uh, Oh, man, it was named after a little dog or something. You remember? Little Bits. Little, little bits. bits. Yes. Right out front of Little Bits, there's a hot dog, I mean, a bull peanut stand, and its name is these nuts. All right. So there's a huge, there's this huge sign that's flying right outside a little bit. D E E Z nuts. These nuts. I pop in there every trip to the beach. That's the first place I go or second place I go after our little ice cream stop. And then I just load up on a bunch of bull peanuts and then I'm, I'm set for the rest of the week. So anyway, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. Top three bull peanut locations in the world. They happen to be right yep. here, in North Carolina. Mel Superet is going to be very upset that you did not mention them in there. They came in a close four. They right, right, just they're knocking on the right door. There right there at four. Yeah. Right there right at four. There. I'll let Bruce, I'll let Bruce and Philip know. Yes, please do, please do. Well, Hank, you know, in this, know. it's July one. We're coming to you guys on a Wednesday, about three p.m. And uh, a Governor Roy Cooper was today to announce potentially if schools were going to come back and in what. Um, and kind of the lay of the land when schools were to come back, whether they were going to be all year remote learning or staggered schedules or full time back at school. But today he announced that he's going to be a little bit more patient, going to wait for some more data to come in before he makes his decision. But one thing that we do know with all the COVID, uh, the virus around us is masks are imperative these days. So he's asked everyone, if you're indoors, you wear your mask. If you're around people and can't social distance, and even if you're outdoors. And so I've, everywhere I go, I've noticed more people wearing masks, you know, and some just happen to be more creative than others. My mask, plain red, you know, it's just a plain red mask, does its job, covers the nose, covers the mouth, fits around the ears, very nice and snug. Um, I have another backup mask that's just a bandana. My girls have masks with mermaids and stars. Jennifer has an NC State Wolfpack one. As I was in my travels this morning, Hank, I uh, happened to be stopped at a stoplight and I kind of glanced over to my left. And there was a lady driving this big truck and she had a, her typical mask on. It was like the blue typical mask, like the surgeon mask, you know, but it had mm -hmm. a hole cut out perfectly right where her mouth was so she could inhale her cigarette. But it was the perfect little hole that she could just suck her cigarette through the hole. I was like, this is unbelievable. unbelievable. I don't think you're doing it right, honey. <laughs> have you seen, have you come across any real creative mask here during COVID? Well, you know, you know, I, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say I came across real creative ones. What I'd say that I've found hilarious is the people that have the masks on and they'll have it like down near their chin. So their mouth and their nose are left to the elements. Or I, we had a lady at Sam's that was checking us out and it was just wide enough for her smile. So her mouth was covered, but her nose was not. <laughs> you mean the mask itself was designed just to cover her mouth? <laughs> well, it kept getting smaller and smaller. And the, 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 problem is, is our listeners aren't going to be able, me and you can see each other, but it just, 
it was ridiculous. It was about the size of an inch by the time I was paying for, you know, and, and then she kept making it bigger. It was some kind of sizing issue. But when you see people that have, that have masks on that are not covering what need to be covered, you know, they just, they're uh, the old man that's in the grocery store that has it around his chin, just breathing heavy out of his nose is it, it, you know, working there, buddy. Yeah, you actually you see a lot of the chin masks more often than like the full mask. I mean, cats think if you anywhere on, even if it's just wrapped around your neck, they think that's good enough. You know, well, guys, it's not. I've got my mask. Yes, <laughs> I've got my mask. I'm safe. I don't th- don't arrest me. I've got my mask. It's down here around my belly button, but it's still, I still have it on my <laughs> on my body. <laughs> so anyway, um, you mentioned and you're a big fan, so. You, you got. You told me about the flips. What other fun stuff did you have going on this week, Hank? Well, um, just you know, we we talk. We we're going to start talking. I'm guess we're going to talk a little bit about the fourth. But this past weekend, I said I got to pull the trigger on a new pair of Jordans. That's that's what it was. Tell me about this, please. So my boy is a shoe fan, right? And he loves shoes. But you know, we're not spending retro Jordan money on a 10 year old because he wears shoes for about two months. And what is right? the going rate for a retro Jordan model right now? What are we talking about? How much? If you, if you can get them, if you can get them when they come out, like from Nike, like, so this week about 185. Okay. Mm-hmm. About 180. If you, if you wait and try to buy them on the open market, it'll be 350. That's a lot. All right. Yep. So, so there's two Jordans that I really like. There's the Jordan 11 Concords, which are the ones with the uh, patent leather around the edge of them. You remember those? I do. Yes. Okay. And then the Jordan 4s. Those are the ones with the nets on the side that are probably the most iconic Jordan ever, right? Got it. I so I, about two years ago, they came out with the Jordan 4s, black with red and white bottoms that were the original ones. And I said, you know what? I'm not going to buy them. I don't need them. I, although they're my favorite shoe ever. Regret that day for the last two years, right? So I said the, the Concord 11s got dropped on Saturday. And I said, there's no way I'm going to let these go by. So another friend of ours, Mr. Banks, is a big fan of them as well. So I was at a baseball tournament and I had to have his brother, Nathan, order them for me. Because it's you have to be on at 10 o'clock on the dot if you don't start pulling the trigger at 10 o'clock you're not going to get them wearing a size 13 they were gone probably by 1002 right michael's 11 and a half he didn't get his shoes he didn't get them but i secured a pair and you would have thought my my son thought i was the coolest dad on the planet getting those so you know it's kind of funny because i don't know where i'm gonna wear these things I, was I don't know. Ask you, will you even wear them at all, or will you like just put them up like in a glass case, or what happens with these? These, these might be my tuxedo. These might be my tuxedo shoes. You know, from here on out, they got white, black, patent leather. Oh wow! Um, I, I'm looking to get them back. There's a a kid that we we kind of been around. He goes to LR, and and uh, I told him that I got him. He's like, man, you're gonna have to change your whole style now if you're gonna start rocking those. You're gonna have to wear joggers and all kinds of stuff. I said, uh, yeah, that's probably, you know, Hickory's not ready for a 43-year-old with this much drip, that's for sure. <laughs> well, you got plenty of sweatshirts, though, right? So you could rock the sweatshirt, the hoodies, the hoodies. 
and the Jordans. You would be looking cool. Maybe some some new jeans. You might need some new jeans or some stuff. But Hank, I, I could see you rocking these out there. Uh, you know, right walking on the square. Oh yeah, hanging out, hanging out. Don't be hating on them when you see them either. You're gonna love them. Yeah, I can't wait, buddy. I can't wait. Well, um, congratulations on the new purchase. I'm glad your boy is stoked that his dad is semi-cool for getting those Jordans. Um, I want to talk a little bit about last week and want to give a, a quick shout-out to one of our buddies who we play some tennis with, invited me and my brother and another friend to uh, an exclusive golf course, Hank, that uh, I had never thought I would ever get a chance to play. And I know, you know, I'm speaking to the golf he only plays the finest courses in the world, Mr. Hank Eimer, top three golf yeah. courses in the world. He played in the same year. Um, so this golf course is not necessarily on that level, but in my mind, it is way up there. We're talking about a little place called Elk River, Hank. Um, we cruise up there on Saturday, pull in. It's gorgeous. Beautiful homes everywhere. The sun is shining. It's going to be a great, great day. We get there, and we – here that all the restaurants and the bars and everything up there unfortunately had to close the day before because everybody's scared about COVID being back up there in the mountains and everywhere around us. And, you know, it's not going to make, it's not going to put any hamper or hinder our day at all. We get to the driving range, get ready to pull out the first club and here comes the rain. Starts pouring down rain on us, Hank, pouring down rain. And it's a cold mountain rain and we were not prepared. We have our t-shirt or our short sleeve shirts on our shorts on no, uh, no rain gear because the forecast did not call for any. So I was like, oh, gosh, is this going to screw our day up? We got no beer because we can't go in there and get the beer because the restaurants are closed. And now it's raining. And I'm cold, Hank. I'm cold and shivery, not just because of no alcohol consumption, but it's also raining. You know, so double shivers going on right here. Double, double shivers. shivers. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, we start playing. The course is so beautiful. The uh, camaraderie we had was so great. I, after a whole one, I didn't even care about the weather conditions. After about whole four, it starts clearing up. Sun starts coming out again. And it just ended up being a beautiful day in the North Carolina mountains. So thank you to our host. He knows who he is. I uh, hope I will get the invite to come up again next year. Have you ever well, played that? Let me ask this question. Let me. I've never played Elk River, but let me ask this question. Um, this is a little bit of a grudge match, right? I mean, it's your brother and yourself versus that gentleman and another buddy of yours, correct? Yeah, that's exactly right. And and um, just to be fair to the people that because they want to know because they know that you're a competitive individual. This you guys have played this match for the last few weeks, like six, seven weeks, right? Last three months, yes. We played it off and on every other week, every other every third week, I guess, yes. Okay, so I, for our listeners, I've been watching your face ever since I started this, and I can you know where I'm going, and you don't like where I'm going with this. So, from what I understand, the last few weeks, you guys have been getting smacked around a little bit. The East boys have been getting smacked around. Were you were you guys real mad? The first thing I heard when you guys went up there and played, and I, I talked to your host, I said, "Were the East boys real mouthy going up there?" Were they talking a lot of trash and he said that the person you rode up with said that you guys were pretty quiet but uh you were real quiet on the way home <laughs> oh i would hate to agree with you but yes unfortunately it was a bloodbath and it continues our streak of six consecutive losses to these two gentlemen in a row on the golf course which you know in my world it's unparalleled i don't lose six times in a row in anything hank you know it's not going to happen but unfortunately it has happened this summer 
or these last couple months. Uh, we just cannot seem to get over the hump. But, you know, there's always a new day. So we'll look forward to maybe the following weekend where we'll just we'll get our uh, get the match going again. And maybe we can finally taste the sweet, sweet nectar of victory. <laughs> sweet nectar of victory. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, it was a great, great time. And they played fantastic. You know, at the end of the day, we can't complain. We were at a beautiful golf course and had 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 a great time, even though uh, we didn't win. But we'll be back. So um, that's kind of how my week. Oh, and on Sunday, Hank. So this is a pretty good story, too. So Jennifer says, Chad, it's cool if you go out and go to the golf course and all that stuff. But just be prepared on Sunday. We're going to have a day of family time and we're going to go hiking and we've got all these things planned. And I was like, no problem, honey. I will be back on a decent hour. We'll get some rest and we'll be able to go right back up of the mountain and do our hiking and do our shopping, whatever you want to do. I saw the forecast and it called for rain Hank, on Sunday. So a little smile kind of crept up over my face like, well, maybe we won't go. Maybe we'll push it off to next weekend or another weekend. But, you know, there's something that came over me at about 930 in the morning. I was like, Chad, you know what? These kids and your wife want to go up that mountain. They want to hike, whether it be snow or sleet or rain or hail, and they want to shop. It, we'll put our masks on. We will go eat. We will shop. We will hike. We will take our dog Koa with us, who has never really left this yard. We don't take him anywhere. So we piled up in the family truckster. We headed up the mountain, ran into a bunch of rain. But right when we got up to the hiking area with Koa, the rain dissipated, just like on the golf course. And we spent the whole day with Koa swimming around. We we're hiking all these, these trails up in the mountains. Stopped at shops on the parkway, got some ice cream cones, popped in a couple stores. Anyway, I felt pretty darn proud of myself, Hank. Like you're actually a dad that day. Exactly, like I'm an actual dad. Like a real bona fide dad. Like, you know what I was today? I was a husband and a dad. Yes. I was a and a good one. <laughs> good Not some slob just sitting on the couch on a Sunday after he's been out too late, right? No, a real hey. bona fide dad. Good for you, buddy. Good for you. I think that that's really good. I think you know I'm what? New leaf, and I think this is my. This will be the new Chad the dad. That's what it's going to be. Chad the dad. Chad the dad. Chad, Chad the, dad. the dad. I like that. That's a good one right there, Chad yeah. the dad. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Did you want to add to that, or are we ready to move on to our next segment? Well, I, I, how can you add to that? I mean, you just you pulled dad of the year off because you gave one day to your family. That's pretty. <laughs> Way to go, Dad of the Year. So funny. Jennifer, she reminded me, we listened to the podcast on the way up, and she reminded me, you know the only reason I listen to this podcast is for the one-liner that Hank drops on your head and makes you feel like a jerk. And so I'm sure she's going to really like Chad the Dad segment that you're adding to right here. She'll love it. There you go, Jennifer. That one's for you, Jen. That one's for you. All right, Hank. So without further ado, man, let's jump into the, the fun part of the 4th of July Big Fan episode today. We've got a new segment that I like to call Big Fan Feud. And so this is a takeoff of Family Feud, Hank. So I want you to put your thinking cap on. And I've got two segments to Big Fan Feud that we'll talk about. And it's all related to 4th of July. So, for instance, I'm going to ask a question. And we posed 100 people and they gave their responses. And the top Four for this question, you know, the top four answers will apply. For instance, the, the question that I'm going to give you is you'll have three guesses. 
This one is pretty easy. You should jump right in here. What do people do more on the 4th of July than they do on the 5th? Top four answers apply here, Hank. You get three tries at it. Let's go. What do Consume people alcohol. do more on the 4th of July than on the 5th? Go ahead. Consume alcohol. Survey says, ding, 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 ding. Yes, Hank. The number one answered 60% of the police said we drink on the 4th compared to the 5th. Give me the next answer, Hank. Eat hot dogs. Or grill out. Ding, ding, I'm ding, sorry. ding, ding, ding. Yes, that's we'll take we'll take eat hot dogs. The number three answer, 33% of the people, they eat hot dogs, hamburgers, whatever it may be, more on the fourth of the July than they do on the fifth. So far, Hank, you're perfect. No strikes, two to go. Shoot fireworks. Ding, 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 ding. Of course, the American, the red-blooded American guy and girl are going to shoot fireworks off on the fourth, Hank. That's a great, great answer. And so three of the four you have. Now, this last one, I will tell you, this is the fourth answer. And so only 5% of the police answered with this answer. So this is a tough one. Let's go, Hank. What do people do most on the 4th of July than on the 5th? Last answer, please. Swim. Swim? Ah, great guess. Great guess, but it's not there on our board. Let's try it again, Hank. Go to the emergency room. Which would be my guess for the 4th. It didn't quite make it, but I love that guess. You would think that would be the, the correct answer. I like that answer a lot. One more chance here, Hank. This is tough. I'm telling you, it's tough. Something you would not, you would not think about this answer, typically. Uh, waking up refreshed and not hungover. Ding, 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 ding. I'm going to give it yeah. to you, Hank. The correct answer was sleep. So... Philly refreshed, not hungover. I'm giving it to you. Congratulations, Mr. Eimer. Yes. Big fan yes. feud winner. All right, that's only round one, Hank. You should be proud of yourself. It gets a little harder here in round two. Okay. This one, we have, let me count how many. We have five top answers here. And the question, big fan feud. Name, top five reasons why someone ends up in the hospital on July 4th. Hank. Answer. Alcohol injury. Ding, 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 ding. Alcohol actually applies to all five of the answers here, but we'll just, we'll just go with one here. Let's go, Hank. We're going to say alcohol-related. Number one answer, Roman candle fired at Cousin's buttocks. Yes, you've got the number one answer. Congratulations. Good job. All right, Hank. Number two. Let's go with number two. Or number three, four, five. Let's go. Here we go. You know, they're usually not this long on Family Feud, but I feel like somebody would have said this one. Cousin getting ready to jump off boat, but feet are wet and slipping and smashing his head against the boat and bleeding into the lake water. Ding, 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 ding. Yes, we, you, you nailed this one, Hank. So listen to this when it applies to the lake. So we're just going to count this one. Neighbor Paul decides he wants to go on the tube during annual lake party. Neighbor Joe, who does not like neighbor Paul, volunteers to drive boat and proceeds to reach maximum speed and hurls Paul 30 feet into air and in the path of incoming jet ski. Ding, 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 ding. 
Lake Incident. Yes, there you go. Lake Lake Incident, 4th of July emergency room. Congratulations, Hank. Two for two so far. Three more answers to go. Fat Uncle Jerry decides to do a cannonball into the pool and lands on Nephew. Hank, I don't know how you do this. I do not. I swear to you guys, ladies and gentlemen, I just made up these answers just a few minutes ago. So Hank has no idea of what I've posed, the question I posed, nor the answers, but he's nailed this one again. Hank, number four answer. Vaseline watermelon slips out of Uncle Johnny's grasp during annual slippery watermelon pool contest and explodes on nephew Jack's head, unleashing a half gallon of vodka on Jack, inducing immediate alcohol poisoning. Yes. Ding, 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 ding. Pool accident, 4th of July. Wonderful, Hank. Three for three. Two more to go. Let's do this thing, bud. Grandma decides to drive skateboard out in the driveway and decides that it's too steep. Trying to get off, she breaks her hip. Ding, 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 ding. We're going to go with it, Hank. We're going with it. (laughs) Number three, overall answer related to street, you know, something in the street, skateboard or whatever. During 4th of July parade, seven-year-old Tommy is hit by a fire truck while trying to pick up peppermint candy left over from the Christmas parade six months prior. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, you're nailing it, Hank. And last but not least, can he get this one? This is the number two answer, too, that you're missing. You have have zero strikes, so you have all three strikes ahead of you, and you only lack one last answer. Brother Timmy, while fishing on the shore of the lake, decides to throw out his fishing rod and catches his little sister's ear with the hook. Uh, so close. So close. I love this guess. That was very, very close. But unfortunately, you know, we can't accept that one. We have no fishing accidents here in our top five. Let's try again. Okay. Okay. Let me think of this one. While going to the store to pick up ice and Swisher sweets, your uncle decides that he wants to take the lawnmower opposed to his truck and runs it into a ditch. Uh, Fabulous answer, but just didn't quite make our top five, Hank. So close, so close. All right, buddy. I thought for one sure somebody would have said that one. It's, you're kind of all over it right here. You're really near it. Let's think about some other activities of 4th of July you really haven't hit on yet revolve, it, involving, you know, consumption of food. Let's say consumption. Okay. 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 I, think, I, think I, I think I know exactly where this one goes. Okay. Yep. While in the midst of the hot dog eating contest – your overweight nephew Joseph chokes on the water and buns that he was jamming down his throat to beat Aunt Barbara. Ding, 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 ding. And has he nailed it? Has he nailed it? Number two, overall answer. After consuming a 12-pack, a last-second eating contest begins, and Cousin Bart gets hot dog lodged in throat, sending him immediately to emergency room. Yes. Congratulations, my friend. Job well done, sir. I mean, 
Well, Dude, you nailed it. Hey, there's a time and place for everything. That you know that you know that, and that's going to segue it directly to our sponsor. Come on now. So, so in each one of these episodes, we have the ability to uh, thank our sponsors, and Time Genies is the the one that we have um, had the pleasure of having on our show the last few months. And if you're looking for a service that's a concierge service that can kind of help you with personal life and corporate life and everything involved, uh, Time Genie is a, a, a great resource for that. So uh, I'm sure you're going to hear more about them throughout their commercial, but um, we appreciate them being part of the show. Yes, Hank, you can check them out at time-genies.com. Please see what they have to offer, a fantastic company here locally in Hickory, North Carolina. Um, Hank. So you got a little something special. You got a little special segment I hear for the uh, podcast today. Well, you know, the the thing that I've really loved about our show is that, you know, the people get to know us. But, you know, you're always you're always asking questions of me, right? Mm-hmm. And so they feel like they know me and why shouldn't me? They I'm the captain of the show. I'm, you know, <laughs> oh, so, you know, this is really they really get a the, do I need um, to call Addison? Do I need to call Addison and bring him back immediately? Just, just listen over here, okay? But for every Batman, there's a Robin, okay? And I know that our fans want to know Robin, and so I think that this is an opportunity for you. You know, it's kind of like Hank's hierarchy, but this is going to be rapid fire questions at Chad. I've got ten of them, and I think this is just going to be just rattle them off. Just really quick answers. Let's see where uh, where your head's at. What do you think about this? Robin, I'm ready. Batman is ready to speak. Go ahead. Okay. Are you ready for this one? Okay. First question. Remember, no thinking, just talking. These are, these are hard-hitting questions that our fans need to know. Okay? First question. What's the color of your toothbrush? Blue. If you could be any animal... What would it be and why? Tiger, kill someone. <laughs> Good God. If a movie was made of your life, what genre would it be and who would play you? Gangsta. It'd be similar to New Jack City. Um, Keanu Reeves would play me. <laughs> what is the strangest thing you've ever eaten? Quail eggs. <laughs> Where's the worst place you could get stuck? In the studio with you. <laughs> <laughs> what is the thing you're most afraid of? Um, not being loved. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is the meanest thing you've ever said to someone? Uh, Addison, you're no longer a member of this podcast. Hank's coming and <laughs> taking your place. <laughs> What supply in your house is running low? Vodka. <laughs> um, on a, uh, if you were stranded on a travel island, what two things would you want with you? I would want a. I want my iPad, and I would like a refrigerator of tasty beverages. Okay, two more, two more um, that I think you're going to be really in love with. What are the advantages of being really tall? 
<laughs> you can pick stuff out the shopping at the grocery store off the top shelf. Okay, and finally, on a scale of one to ten, how cool are you? Please, I'm the coolest guy everybody knows. A ten, easily. Okay, easily. okay well, you, you survived the rapid fire question. Oh, I don't know. What, I don't know what we're gonna call it. This could be Chad's conundrum. I don't yeah. know what this is called. Perfect. I like Chad's conundrum. We can bring that to the podcast anytime you like, Hank. That was a lot of fun. But you know, we can't leave our listeners without their favorite segment. Hank's hierarchy, because you know I've got one prepared for Robin over here. Batman comes up with the list. Robin answers, Hank. Okay, let's get back to real life here. I know this COVID's got everybody turned around backwards, but you know, I'm the one that gives the questions. You're the one that gives the answers. Okay, Wonder Woman? That that really hit a nerve, and I'm glad I said that because I can tell that's really banged. <laughs> it's really burning inside. Okay, buddy. So these these are... Uh, I don't know where you're going to go with these, but just kind of bear with me. All right. This will be the last segment of the day. Um, these questions are just ridiculous. So just kind of bear with me. Hank's Hierarchy, Volume 8. Would you rather run into Bigfoot in the woods or the Loch Ness Monster in the lake? Bigfoot in the woods. Reverse it. Would you rather run into Bigfoot in the lake or the Loch Ness Monster <laughs> in the woods? Loch Ness Monster in the woods. <laughs> Yes, easily, easily. Who would you rather have a beer with, P. Diddy or Dre? Dre. Mariah Carey or Taylor Swift? Oh, gosh, Mariah Carey. Joe Montana or Steve Young? Steve Young. Kim Kardashian or Paris Hilton? I I wouldn't go into the bar. Ricky Schroeder from The Silver Spoons or Theo from The Cosby Show? Theo, for sure. I don't know. Rick Schroeder had that cool house, man. Remember the Silver Spoons house? That house was cool. I, all Best, they had was a train, though. That they just said. They had a couple of video games. Best pizza topping, pepperoni or sausage? Uh, pepperoni. Mushroom or green pepper? Green pepper. Anchovy or pineapple? I'll starve. Oh, better dog name, Carlos or Otis? <laughs> Carlos, for sure. Bandit or rascal? <laughs> Bandit. Muffin or cookie? <laughs> cookie. Olympic sports in 2024 are going to include four new activities, Hank. 2024 Olympics, because we're postponed here for 2020. The next Olympics, 2024. There are actually four new sports being in- introduced to the Olympics. I'm going to name off six. You tell me if, yes, this is a new sport, or no, this is a complete falsehood. A, number one, surfing, 2024 Olympic sport, yes or no? Yes. Correct. B, cheerleading. No. Correct. C, skateboarding. Yes. Yes. Four, breakdancing. No. Ah, Breakdancing will be a 2024 Olympic sport. Can you believe that? I mean, I've I've got a chance to get gold. I have got chance to get gold, Hank. <laughs> look at that look. Number five, sport climbing, rock climbing. Yes. Yes is correct. Last but not least, hot dog eating. Olympic no. Sport. Correct. I was going to try to throw you off there, hot dog eating. And last but not least, last question for Hank's hierarchy. Favorite 4th of July activity, 
shooty Roman candles at friends or two man Vaseline watermelon racing pool? The shooting Roman candles at friends. Friends is always everyone's favorite. You can't go wrong with always that. everyone's favorite. Yeah, it won't be a Fourth of July without someone getting shot by a Roman candle. I mean, that's just that makes exactly America right. great. It makes America great. Yes, it so does buddy, do that. What's that your plan way? for it? Yeah, so let's talk a little bit about what we've got, on, got going on for the fourth. So, um, Saturday we plan to maybe hit a little lake action, and we're gonna head over to some friends' home, uh, their lake house around two, and uh, we'll just make a day of it. I think we're gonna learn. I think my Lucy Rose is gonna do some surfing, or what you call it? Uh, what do you call it? Wakeboarding. Wakeboarding. Yes, and Livia might tube a little bit. Jennifer and I are going to hang out with a group of folks and, you know, it should be a, a good time. Maybe someone will have a couple Roman candles, maybe some sparklers. I don't know, but uh, that is what we have in store. How about yourself, sir? Oh, we're, we've been, I think, invited to that same party. So we may head over there. Um, but, you know, you never know. You never know what, what, you know, what'll be out there. I think we're going to go over to a friend's house that evening for a birthday party in their mom and dad's house. And they're going to shoot fireworks off at the lake. So, uh, we'll see what we have to do. We'll see what we can, but it'll be fun. Yeah. Where do you rank 4th of July as like your favorite uh, holiday of the year? I mean, I know your, your favorite was, what's your favorite again? Christmas. I I love Christmas. I like, I like Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. And I, Chad, really, like whatever the holiday is that day, that month, it's my favorite. <laughs> yes, of course. Even President's Day, you know, you can never forget about President's Day. So the fourth probably falls, you know, it's my favorite summer holiday. Let's put it that way. Oh, yeah. yeah. Very patriotic. You, you know, you get a day off of work. That's always good. No, it's gift, always good. No gifts. You know, you don't have to buy no gift. gifts. No, no. Um, no gifts, know. just. Hang with friends typically, and you're eating and you're drinking, and you know you're watching sports. Or if there's no sports on here, you so you're just hanging out. But you know it's just a fun field day typically, just fun field. It is that. It is that. So I'm looking forward to it. I um, and then you know it's back to the grind. A lot of people are either taking. I think a lot of people are taking vacations next week, so it should be pretty slow next week. I'm actually we're actually thinking about going up to the mountains for a day or two uh, next weekend, so that'll be fun. Cool. Awesome, man. Well, buddy, I look forward to seeing you on the 4th of July, 2020. You know, it's this kind of, it's halfway through the year. You know, the beginning of 2020 has really sucked royally. Maybe this will be the turning point. July 4th, 2020. Let's have the uh, second part of this year just turn out to be a great one. Do you think we can do let's that? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's, let's, let's make the impact. Let's do it. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. All right, guys. Well, big fan uh, audience, thank you so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed today's uh, podcast. I know that we enjoyed bringing it to you. Um, continue to you know share the love. Just tell people about the big fan. Maybe share the link. Have, we need some more people to subscribe because we're trying to hit that number. 20 listeners, Hank. We've been going at this for almost three years. We need to hit that number. 20 listeners, right? Yep. Yep. I think you're right. And, and yeah, I think you're exactly right. The more we can do it, the better. And, you know, for Robin, this is Batman. Signing off. (laughs) So funny. Y'all don't forget to check out Time Genies. They're the best. All right. From Superman to Wonder Woman. (laughs) We are signing off. Enjoy your 4th of July. Peace. You've been listening to The Mesh. 
an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.